You're listening to What the Flux. This is Brett. And this is Justin. And it's Friday, the 24th of January. Well, the results are in, Justin. And we now know the 20 most powerful countries in the world. Australia coming in at number 15, just one ahead of Turkey. And somehow that's three behind Switzerland. Wow, very interesting. And guess what, Brett? With Monday being Australia Day, did you know that 22% of Australians have pulled a sickie on Australia Day in the past? So I'm watching you on Monday. I can believe it. Now, let's get straight into our first story today. Commonwealth Bank has been hit with another class action lawsuit. So what happened here? Colonial First State, one of CBA's many divisions, and the company that was the founding sponsor of Marvel Stadium. Remember? Colonial Stadium. Mm. It's being accused of not acting in the best interests of its customers. So let's just take a step back here. Colonial First State does things like provide insurance, and also does superannuation, aka it invests the money of everyday people. And one of the big law firms in Australia has said Colonial encouraged its customers to buy specific insurance policies from Combank that were not the most suitable for their customers. You see, what's supposed to happen is Colonial should offer a customer a range of insurance options and help the customer find the best one for them. More than 700,000 superannuation customers could be eligible for hundreds of millions of dollars in compensation. So what is the key learning here? The reason why this is such a big problem is because it encourages banks to flog all of its products to a customer even if the product doesn't suit the customer best. This speaks to something bigger though, because this is yet another class action against major banks since the Royal Commission last year. And just this week, NAB was accused of keeping its super members in high-cost, low-performing superannuation funds. So it's fair to say the big banks are once again in the naughty corner. The Royal Commission never ends. Launching straight into story number two. Google is seeing a major opportunity in healthcare and is making big moves. Google CEO has said healthcare offers the biggest potential over the next 10 years for using artificial intelligence to improve patient outcomes. You see, Google has spent years developing technology to analyze MRI scans and other patient data to identify diseases and make predictions aimed at improving the accuracy of diagnosis and reducing costs for patients. So what's the key learning here? Well, Well, for me, it's the doctors are gone. (laughs) If you've got a friend who is a doctor, tell him it's over. But let's recognize one thing here. People are concerned. Concerned about patient data and whether Google will respect that data. Google doesn't want to scare everyone. You already have your email account with Google. Google tracks where you move, what you search, where you live, how you sleep. It's just like a first date. You want to act interested, but not too keen. In first date terms, they're seeming mildly interested. But make no mistake, Google is in love. So in love that last year, Google acquired Fitbit for $2.1 billion. So it could get into the wearables game and invest in digital health. Although the deal hasn't formally closed, it speaks volumes to Google's intentions in health and data. All right, Brett, we've been speaking a lot about the MBN and how much we hate it. What have you got for us? The British government will very soon decide whether to let Chinese technology giant Huawei into its 5G market. And the decision will influence whether the Australian government lets Huawei do the same here. Wa-what? Huawei. H-U-A-W-E-I. You know that company that you often see but never know how to pronounce? Okay, let's go back to the beginning. Huawei is a Chinese technology company that sells more phones around the world than Apple. But not only does Huawei sell phones, it sells telco networks and infrastructure to companies and countries around the world. 
Is it a bit like the NBN? Exactly, like NBN. Early in 2018, US intelligence suspected Huawei of using cell towers to monitor US companies and citizens illegally, supposedly acting as a spy on behalf of the Chinese government. The US and Australia banned businesses from dealing with Huawei because of these security concerns. Now Huawei is making a push to have that decision overturned here in Australia. So, the coming British decision is a big one because its Prime Minister is under heavy pressure from the US to reject Huawei. So what is the key learning for this one? Well, Huawei is one of the several companies racing to deploy the next generation of wireless technology in Australia and around the world, aka 5G. And here's why it's relevant for Australia. The cost of building Australia's ultra-fast 5G network will blow out by supposedly nearly 30% if the government decides to ban Huawei from building the network here. Bang. It's generally understood that banning Huawei from bidding for 5G contracts here in Australia will lead to higher prices for Australian consumers. So the big question that we leave you with today, as a country, Australia, although we are terribly disappointed with the NBN, should we be willing to potentially compromise on our own privacy to enhance competition and reduce prices. Let us know your thoughts on Insta. That's flux.finance. We would love to hear from you. Thank you very much for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. Tomorrow.